Tom Cruise's worst movie is not called The Mummy? I'm Justin. Good job, Tom Cruise. You're still not allowed in my house. I'm Sam. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, but not really because I laughed my ass off. <laughs> this is... <laughs> sorry, sorry. Okay. No, I, I'm, I'm kind of sorry. <laughs> this is Rock of Ages. I'm Jackie. <laughs> okay. And this is Stinker Madness. Yeah. Everybody's bringing their A-game already. Uh, welcome to the show. This is a podcast about bad movies for bad movie lovers by bad movie lovers. I'm your host, Justin, with me are always Sam and Jackie. Uh, this week from 2012, currently streaming on Netflix, is a turd of a movie called Rock of Ages. More like Butt Rock of Ages. hey oh, I said that in the mirror five times to practice. You know, I've been waiting, waiting. Did Tom Cruise's appear after you said it five <laughs> times in the mirror? Like Bloody Mary. <laughs> yeah, he did his shitty Jim Morrison impression in my bathtub. It was weird. The candy man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's breeze. Speaking speaking of Halloween and candy, I bet you Tom Cruise gives out really bad Halloween candy. Like, not good stuff. No, he probably Dude, he, gives he, out really good stuff and then kidnaps the children and sends them to the C organization. Yeah, right, right. Here's Let's check your uh, Z meter thing. What the, What is it that you have when you're... A person that was in space, and now you're a person on Earth. Midichlorians. Yeah, it's like it's something like that, yeah. but with yeah, the got Thetans. You're Thetans. Thetans. Yeah. Thank you. Good job, uh, dude. He's a weirdo. He's probably giving out floss. Oh yeah, or I don't with even, his dentist name on it. He's like best best veneers I ever got, guys. His dentist name. Check him out. It's probably his name. He probably is his own dentist. He's such a you weirdo. should post a picture of the. Picture I sent you on our Facebook that is the my setup to watch this movie, beholden to my will and my ideals as a human that he's not allowed in my house. I set up a chair and watched it in the garage on a laptop. <laughs> so you can sweep Tom Cruise out of the garage. Just don't let him in the house. Where did you watch Top Gun when we you guys did your the house? Gun? Oh, you were house sitting for me, weren't you? And I, we watched Days of Thunder together. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah. So, uh, Rock of Ages, also starring uh, Alec Baldwin, Russell Brand, Catherine Zeta Jones, Mary J. Blige stops by. There's two terrible, terrible actors that are the leads. Uh, am I missing anybody? Paul Giamatti. Paul Giamatti. What are you doing here, Paul? Brian Cranston. I know what he's doing here because that guy won't say no to anything. Uh, but yeah, wow. Quite, quite the cast. Malin Ackerman as well. Oh, Malin Ackerman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know if she's... Did she ever get anything that was good enough where she could say no to something like this? No, she had to be in uh, What's This? What the Rampage movie, right? She can't say no. Yeah, she can't say no. She's like... She had flirted with being able to say no a couple times, but Mm -hmm. her rom-coms didn't crush it like they could have after uh, Watchmen, so... Yeah. 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 Okay. She's um, super pretty. Yeah. Malin Ackerman's pretty great. Uh, Jackie, why'd you pick this? I saw an advertisement for it on Netflix, mm-hmm. and I've always wanted to see it. And when it was like, ooh, a musical, this could be good. And I like most of these butt rock songs. And it wasn't anything like I expected. Mm. 
I thought it would be like there were some like obviously it was supposed to be kind of funny, like poking fun of itself. Uh, but for the most part, I it was. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry that I had to see Alec Baldwin like that. <sighs> okay. Uh, yeah. And um, I hate Russell Brand. And if I would have realized yeah. that he was in this movie, I would have never picked it. Boy, that guy. I think it's really the main problem this has is length. It is so fucking long. Yeah, it's pretty long. And it, and and like, what the? Wait, I guess we never really pay that much attention, like to musicals. But like, just throw out a number here. What do you think the average amount of songs are in an average musical? Like twelve. Twelve. Like I was enough thinking to make like, an album. I was thinking like eight. Sam? I'm, I'm going with Jackie because she actually likes these things. Yeah. I don't watch them. I Only when I'm forced to by Jackie. So I know nothing of the musical genre. Well, there's like 30 songs here. That's part of the problem is it's too much goddamn singing and dancing. They mixed the songs together quite right? well for the most part. I mean, I mean, for what it is, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, you can make it. Uh, we're going to mix together a cheese sandwich and... Uh, you know, lobster bisque, and you're like, <laughs> that doesn't. I mean, you dip the cheese sandwich in there, but it's cold. I don't know. Is that? And I guess this is as good as you could do mixing those two things. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah. Actually, that's the combination that I get, Sam, when I go to Zappas. Zubas. But you don't. It's not in like Zubas. you don't hold all of it in your hand at once, which is like <laughs> what they did with some of the songs here. I also found myself like, I am not a fan of this stuff because I, I couldn't, I was able to name the band, I think, twice. Wow. Okay. All right. It was Extreme and Def Leppard and Poison. I could, Dust in the Wind's Poison, right? No, Dust in the Wind's Kansas, dude. I thought Poison covered it. I don't think so. I don't know what the fuck then. I, yeah. So I got the Cafe Mocha song. If you like cafe, no. Mocha. So I, when more than words came out, it was the tail end of extremes sort of fame, and they were extreme, right? They're a rock, hard rock act. So when they did more than words, it just reminded you it was happening right around the same time that the coffee shop was exploding in America. Yeah. So I just have always called it the cafe mocha song. Okay, all right, all right, okay. I like that. I think that's what I'll call it now, too. Uh, yeah. Sam, why don't you just take over and tell us whatever you want to tell us about this film, other than it sucks. It sucks. Yeah. It sucks. Uh, originally, this was an L.A.-based musical. I didn't know okay. that was a thing. And then it got off-Broadway. Like, what, and like then it Hollywood? Like uh, La La Land? Like, what do you mean? It's a... Oh, like a stage yeah. thing. Okay. So this is based on what became a Broadway musical. But it started in smaller theaters in L.A. for couple of years, then it made it off-Broadway, then it made it on-Broadway, certain parts getting cleaned up a little bit more here and there, and eventually this musical. Uh, the original writer, Chris DiRenzo, does not like where it ended up in the movie, because where it started is really sort of on the grittier end of this scene, more Rat Motley Crue kind of, like, dirt okay. sex. I, bu yeah. I believe if he would have, they wouldn't hire him to write the movie because they didn't trust him with the amount of money they were going to put behind it. Mm. And they also didn't want something rated R. And that's where I guess the spirit of this, wherever it started, would have been rated R. Sure. Um, yeah. So well, instead. How could it not be? Come on. How could the it? whole thing is based off sex, drugs, and rock and roll, man. 
in a time where Motley Crue, come on, those those guys would sleep with anything with a hole. Well, this is, I feel like, why I never really liked, and I'm, you know, real young when this is actually happening in, on Earth. Uh, I was at a perfect age where, like, I was listening to my dad's music, and then... Like, right after this, Nirvana in 1991 happens. And so, like, for the most part, I got to skip it. Mm-hmm. Um, in hindsight, I feel like this is where sex and drugs let rock and roll fall out of the car. Yeah, yeah. Like, the sex and the drugs were still, like, super big, but the actual music itself had gone awry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. For sure. I guess it takes uh, cocaine and it does that, whereas, you know, the heroin... That'll just put the rock and roll right back in there. Sam is notoriously one of the most hateful people I've known towards the genre that is the hair metal. I can't stand it. You hate it. I hate it. I can <laughs> listen always to rap. It. And it was funny. <laughs> last night when we were talking about it, uh, Sandra and I, and I was like, you know, I feel like it's just going to be all the shitty bands from this era and none of the good uh-huh. ones like rat and rat rat because i can't <laughs> and i don't even really like it that much but i'm like i can listen to one of their albums they're not that bad uh nelson, nelson. they, they, they oh, tapped God. into nelson on this one didn't they i don't yeah. know okay okay, okay. they had to foreigner. i'm just guessing i think there was three foreigner songs like several poison and Def leopard songs yeah. It's, it's just all, yeah, the Motley Crue. Uh, it's just the worst of 90 or 80s butt rock. Like, it's not rock of ages. It, his, I mean, there's nothing else. Uh, it's just butt rock of ages. Like, somebody loves this freaking hair metal so much that they're like, that's the only stuff. Yeah. Fuck off. And it's it, Guns N' Roses, is, are they part of this? Or are they just like the inner between of this and Nirvana? Is that what they are? Yeah, because they were all, they're all music dorks that just happened to be living in the LA Sunset Strip era at that time. But I don't consider Guns at GNR butt rock at all. Jackie. So I, I've got a question for Sam, and I, I don't know if you know, know the answer, but the logo for this movie is very similar to the rock band Rock of Ages video game. And so I'm wondering if this is not. And a lot of these songs are on that Rock of Ages game. So did the game come first or did the <laughs> movie come out? And then they were like, dude, we got to make a game with all these songs. People fucking love it. Well, this shit, the musical goes back to 2005 or 2006. So yeah. when did the game come out? Uh, not not before then. So this this was. This was first. Yeah, this was first. This is 2012. We forget how long ago 2012 was. It was 10 years ago. In the uh, lifespan of technology, 10 years ago, we were playing probably PS2s. I'm just guessing, spitballing here. but uh, Commodore 64, ColecoVision. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't like Guns N' Roses. And the Guns N' Roses is is L.A. band because that's the Mm -hmm. L.A. Guns and then the Stone Roses or something like that. They just kind of mashed together, but they were like sort of alike enough that you don't end up with all the way LA band where you have one member from every different genre of music stuffed into a box. Mm-hmm. Um, so the guy that directed this, uh, Adam Shankman was the one that scrubbed it most different. Like, I guess he's the main violator to the original um, 
author of the playwright. Uh, but he had to, he was tasked with making it for all audiences because it's a musical. Musicals generally have to be all audiences unless Trey Parker and Matt Stone are making them. Sure. Uh, so he is somebody I don't hate because I really like the movie The Pacifier. And I'm not sure it's a guilty pleasure. Have you guys ever put your eyes on that thing? I think I saw no. about 10 minutes of it, and I was like, nah, I'm good, bro. Man, I really like that movie. I've seen That's it like really four weird. or five times. It's strange. You're Vin Diesel, big? it's genuinely funny, and Vin Diesel is just charming as all get out in that movie. I, You know, pretty much, Sam, you, you, you're, you're just a, a two-sided coin. You, there's not much depth to you. You only got two things. You hate butt rock, and you love the bald bros. Whatever the bald bros are doing, you get behind on. Like, the rock diesel uh, state them you pretty much are like yeah i like that i like that movie and i'm like dude that one no <laughs> that one with Statham that was the remake of the burt reynolds heat movie was no good i didn't like that yeah but you'll watch it <laughs> once i watched yeah. the pacifier four or five times okay just saying you're a big bald bro fan sure so everyone does their own singing which i was surprised um tom cruise didn't want to do it originally because he was like i don't really think that i can sing mm. and i guess because it's like a thing that shankman was doing is like if you're not going to do your own performance in every way when you're performing one of these then you don't get to be in the movie he was playing that guitar solo on his own terrace and i was watching his fingers and if he was faking it i've never seen anybody fake it better i will admit he crushed that riff pretty hard except for he was shaking the guitar when he was supposed to be hitting the whammy bar, so but he was at least up, it looked as if he had learned how to play a guitar yeah. enough passably. And the the uh, principal Diego Boneta, who's a singer from Mexico City, which is funny because at one point in the movie he doesn't understand Spanish. I'm like that guy's from Mexico City. Um, <laughs> he learned to play guitar for the part as well. Um, so everybody tried hard. This is, I think, the thing, one of the things I hate about musicals is, like, how much talent goes into making something that is just total and utter shit. Yeah, I will agree with that. <laughs> it's like, you have to get all this, like, classical talent, and then you're like, okay, now we're going to take all of this pure, raw talent and make something completely unoriginal that's just a grab bag of shit. Yes. Yes. Broadway. Uh, speaking of Tom Cruise's, uh, uh, this is a brain picker for both of you and him being a uh, 80s heartthrob guy. Uh, did he, was he ever a dancer like the uh, the Kevin Bacon in the Footloose and the Patrick Swayze's in the Dirty Dancings? Did he ever have one of those like I'm dancing around movies? Yeah. Risky business. Risky he business. dances in his underwear. Yeah, but that's just yep. one scene. Yeah, Sam knows. It's dancing in his underwear. Okay, all right, yep. but he never had like a like a. I'm known for being a a boogie guy. No, no, dude, no. he was known okay. for good looks. All right, all right. And I mean, I think this is one of the reasons why I don't like Tom Cruise is he presses him his presence as action guy and his vanity on America. And if you give him something challenging, he can actually do it. Like he said, I wanted to mix Axl Rose and Jim Morrison. Was it a good idea? I don't know. Did he do it? Yes. <laughs> I do yes. know. No, it was not. I, I hated I hated his shitty Jim Morrison. I hated it. I thought that Tom Cruise was the only well, I liked a number of things and with, I was with Jackie like when the when they had a good joke it would actually work. It was just the thing was too fucking long and I hate all the music really really bad. <laughs> but 
I like for me, this is Tom Cruise's best performance, and that's where oh, I'm wow. at with Tom Cruise. I fucking wow. hate this movie, yeah. and it's okay. the best. Um, I'd have to watch Magnolia again in the garage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one Sorry, that always Sam. says uh, Vanilla Sky is great, but uh, yeah, I've never seen it. Oh, yeah, she's got to spend um, an afternoon in the garage, Sam. Collateral is that the one? Yeah, where he's the tough guy. Well, he's like evil guy. Yeah, I he's. I feel uh, like I got yeah. forced to see that in the theater, and I didn't hate yeah. him in that. I don't know where I'm at on as a whole on that movie. Mm-hmm. Um, people like him apparently because Alec Baldwin only did the movie so that he could work with Tom Cruise. And then we'll later, like three years later, he gets to be in Mission Impossible 73 or whatever with him. So, uh, yeah. oh, yeah, there's a couple Mission Impossibles that I like. And we always say the same thing whenever we talk about Tom Cruise's. Uh, wait, so he only was in this movie so he could work with Tom Cruise. He never worked with Tom Cruise before. Not like, hey, Tom, let's do an action movie together where like we're on a submarine or something. I and mean, yeah, I know it's Alec Baldwin and Tom Clancy and all that, but like. That seems like a better fit, an easier slide into there, Alec Baldwin. Alec Baldwin is not at the top of his career in 2012. 2012, no, no, he is not. He's definitely he, not now, but uh, yeah. It, he almost backed out. I guess they couldn't back him out. He was like, I've I've made a terrible mistake. Can you get me out of this movie? And they're like, do you want to work again, Alec? And he's like, fuck me. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that was because of Russell Brand. Like, I just fucking hate that guy. He is so annoying. Just everything about that man is just creepy. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if he was a serial rapist or a Katy Petty that's, uh, pedo or something weird like that. It's pretty mean I mean, to he's say. just he's just fucking weird. And I just fucking hate that guy. Uh, did he get canceled? I think he got canceled, right? Probably, but it doesn't matter. Like, I don't give a shit, and I don't hate Russell Brandt, and he even does it in his movies. Like, I'm a man that has absolutely no talent. He's been saying that the whole time. Yeah, sure. If you subscribed that he he did, you weren't listening to him. He's moderately (laughs) funny every once in a while, and they put him on TV more than he deserved. And if you asked him, he'll be like, yeah, I didn't deserve that much screen time. I don't get it. Well, the world would have been better off without him being famous get him to the greek is really fucking funny it is like funny. really fucking funny yeah uh anything else sam not anything that i can that doesn't need to be mentioned as yeah. it happens in the movie let's get, let's get into this this uh affair as it were um we're gonna skip most of the songs. Unfortunately, that's what a lot of my notes are. But uh, just think, butt rock. But what we've got here is like, and, and I'm with you, like on other musicals, Sam being like a waste of talent to just do this trite thing that happens over and over and over again. But this one's really falls into the like. Let's use every cliche we can possibly get. And what we've got here is Oklahoma girl on a bus on her way to L.A. to make it in the big city, and then the city's gonna chew her up and spit her out, and she's gonna try to go back to Oklahoma one day. But she, you know, the she, there's love involved. But oh, he was being a jerk one day. Boy meets girl. Girl falls in love. Boy is a jerk and and girl goes back to Oklahoma. That's that's what this movie is and that's like every other movie ever. But it's never usually Oklahoma. It's always somewhere else and I feel like Indiana. it's Oklahoma here because of Iowa. Oh, what a beautiful morning. <laughs> I fucking hate Oklahoma. <laughs> the, state the state or the movie? Okay. Seems like it's fine. That <laughs> 
the dream sequence fucking ballet i could i had to watch that in film school and it was like getting stabbed in the eyes endlessly so she's on the bus she gets to la i immediately hate this movie because the very first thing she does is start singing on this goddamn bus and it's fucking sister christian i said i wasn't going to talk about all the songs but here i am doing well, it anyways this is what you got to talk about because i'm like She's riding to L.A. from Oklahoma, and she just starts singing with her headphones on. It's like, shut up. But no, the whole bus knows Sister Christian. Yeah, yeah. I don't think that's true. I think, like, only four people know Night Ranger. <laughs> well, I don't. I think everybody would be able to, like, catch on in the one part, like, Motor in. But they never get to that point because they cut it off after yeah. they're like, dude, nobody wants to play with you. Right. And then they move to a different song and then they move to another song before she even gets to L.A. They do. Three uh, songs within the first be- two minutes. Before we move off of Sister Christian, though, I want I did while I was looking up the cast, I noticed that her name is Sherry Christian. And if you know if you know uh Journey a little bit, actually not Journey, it's Steve Perry. Oh Sherry. So yeah. it's her name is a mashup of Butt Rock. She they they have a the, some instrumental when she's punching in her time clock, oh Sherry plays for a minor amount of time. Oh, I missed it. I missed it. But you think that they would have walled the walled that. <gasps> this movie isn't as cliche as I thought. But uh yeah, so she gets to LA. Uh th- <laughs> It's, and then it's like, hey, we're in L.A. And there's all this montage of her walking down the street of, like, L.A. stuff. And these cops slide skid-wise, slide stop, and, like, tackle a guy who appears to just be, like, he has a cup. And then people are putting money in it. And they beat his ass. LAPD. Well, except for one thing. He wasn't a black man, Sam. This movie's full of shit. <laughs> it was a slow night. <laughs> Found somebody to beat the shit out of. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Why did it have to be a white guy? Said the LAPD. Um, so she's walking along and she gets near this place that we get introduced called the Bourbon Backroom or the Bourbon Bar Room or... The Bourbon Room. Bourbon Room, yeah, whatever. And it's, it's a butt rock sunset strip whiskey a go-go style club. It's actually... I th- think supposed to be the whiskey a go-go or shot in the whiskey a go-go or something okay. like that all right. all right yeah it's based off of a real place where a lot of stars did get found in oh, yeah. la you you got you got uh i watched a documentary on that, about this guy you it's watched like called the, the sunrise you watched a documentary about you, this movie and it's called the sunrise not sunset boulevard sunset whatever i don't know i can't remember it was like a year ago when i watched the documentary about this bar that everybody went to and alex baldwin's character is very similar to the guy who ran this place he wasn't very good with money Uh but he had a lot of acts that got started there and that would get found there and stuff and then you know he just kind of went under like blondie played there sure um god who else elton john played there at one point when he was trying to get his career started over here in America. No, that was the Whiskey A Go-Go. Was that the Whiskey A Go-Go? It's the yeah. Whiskey okay. A Go-Go. This is based on yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. It says so in the trivia. There was also Rox- Roxy. Oh, okay. uh, the Roxy, you had to already make called. it to play at the at the Roxy. Yeah. That was more like underground type alternative punk scene. 
new wave, not butt rock at the Roxy. That's for damn sure. Um, so Alec Baldwin, as we said, he's this guy named Dennis. He runs the place with his right hand goon drunk, Russell Brands Lonnie. And uh, they immediately suck because they start singing and dancing and they're not good at it. And I'm going to call it career seppuku. <laughs> I thought Alec Baldwin was good at singing. I didn't. <laughs> it just it just wasn't natural to him. It's just like as soon as he opens his mouth, I'm like, mm, I think he should close it. But I have this later because he doesn't do a lot of singing. But I believe he is the only person in this film who sings that actually hits all of the original notes to the material he's working with. No one else can quite manage to get to these other places because we forget about there's some pretty high voices in the butt rock scene. Mm-hmm. Sure. Well, the wannabe Britney Spears gal, Sherry oh my God. Christian. Yeah. Her voice, I, I just want to throw this out there so I don't complain yeah. about it throughout this entire yeah, podcast. Let's do but it, now. it was very much, I want to be like Britney Spears and Christina mm-hmm. Aguilera mashed yep. together, but whiny. Yep, very nasally. Like, oh God, please love me. Ah, 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 ah. Yeah, like Julianne Hugh is an interesting cast because she's you know dancing with the stars. She's a dancer. She okay, can right. sing, but she doesn't do a lot of dancing. And the dancing she does do is of the exotic variety. And I guess she had to like take an afternoon lesson to figure that out or something. But <laughs> um, like, don't fall off the pole. <laughs> I hear it's a lot harder than it looks. But sure, sure, but uh, you know. Whatever. Okay. So, uh, speaking of Sherry, yeah, she's goddamn terrible. I just, oh, stop singing, lady. Um, so she gets her suitcase that only has records in it stolen. Like she came to LA and the only thing she brought was her fucking Def Leppard records. <laughs> yeah. And she's made the classic mistake of moving to LA. Like, take me right to the only place I can get mugged. <laughs> Which hey, it's nineteen eighty seven, Sam. That's that's pretty much the whole place. Is there a, is there like a weird uh like underpass that I could get stabbed at? Like, <laughs> oh yes, I'll take you to Echo Park. Is there a beach where I could step on used needles nearby? Oh yes, let's go down to Long Beach. Uh you'll love it there. <laughs> like like, um what kind of needles and how many? Yeah. <laughs> There's a variety of these beaches you are looking for. <laughs> What what stabby needles will you be having tonight, ma'am? Um, it's a good joke in uh, what's that? What's that movie? La La Story, yeah, with uh, Steve Martin, where they go out to dinner and instead of a waiter, they get uh, I will be your robber tonight. You know, they just stand in line and everybody gets robbed. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty funny. <coughs> All right, so there's a guy named Drew. He works at the the Bourbon. He. Uh, Sees her getting her stuff stolen, and he runs up to her, and she's like, oh, I'm new in town, and I don't have anything now. And he's like, well, how about a job? Well, you can come work over here and uh, at the bourbon. And she's like, well, I'm a singer. And he's like, oh, you can't be. Don't ever tell him you're a singer. And I don't know why it even matters, because he that never gets explained. Like, Dennis won't hire singers. He only seems to hire singers and right. bandmates, right? Yeah, and he at one does- point, he, he does go... Um, why doesn't anybody just want to work in the bar business? Why has everybody got to be in a band? Yeah, but I mean, why? It still doesn't explain why he won't hire singers. You need waitresses. Who cares if they want to sing? 
Yeah, and he's all full right now. Yeah. But he's got the one guy that isn't a musician, and he's the only guy that's been there for longer than, like, a month, which is why he's like, don't tell him you're a singer. He'll actually think that you're going to work here as long as this Russell Brand character. <laughs> he finds out she's a singer, and it doesn't matter because Beth just quit, and he's like, you started five minutes ago. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Elsewhere, at a presser for Mayor Whitmore, the mayor of L.A., even though it says Whitmore 87, and I think we're all smart enough to know that elections don't play, take place on odd-numbered years, but whatever. Uh, he uh, He's given a presser, and he brings up his wife, and it's uh, Catherine Zeta-Jones, and she vows to uh, get rid of all the nasty heavy metal that's in L.A., because that's the only place she could have any influence. Everywhere else, you know, the the... The hard rockin's going to keep going, but uh, here in L.A., we're a strict Engelbert Humperdinck city. Also, like, if we get this nightclub out of here, the rest of it's going to fall like dominoes, not mm-hmm. like, let's give this nightclub an incentive to just get some paint, spray wash the outside of it, and then get rid of these tug jobs that are happening down the street. There's way worse stuff. On yeah. sunset at this point than a nightclub. Yeah, the, the tug jobs aren't the problem, Sam. It's it's that nightclub. It's that dirty, dirty nightclub. Tug jobs are fine. Stabbings, fine. Totally fine. Carjackings, fine. Uh, corrupt police, fine. What's his name? Record store with uh, Lady Spread Eagle on the top of it, fine. Yeah. Uh, Mark Furman, fine. Yeah, all that shit's fine. It's just uh, these damn... Dirty singing and dancing people the, with their guitars and their uh, long hair. You know, that's the problem. But we, we get rid of this nightclub. We're going to clean up the music scene. <laughs> hair bands. Yeah. We find out why she doesn't like hair metal later. But uh, at uh, Tower Records, now they're there, as Jackie mentioned. Drew says uh, to her that... Uh, he can't sing because he gets nervous, but then he goes into a full rendition of Jukebox Hero. On- Which totally pissed me off because I love that song. <laughs> and I was like, fuck you, you dude, shut up. Shut of your fucking you. mouth. That's one of my favorite tunes. Is that Foreigner or Bad Company? It's Foreigner. Okay. Foreigner sucks. <laughs> my Sam- dad, you... My dad used to do a thing where he was like, Foreigner's first album, though, it's, uh, and I would look at him and be like, it's not good either, but it's better than the other ones. (laughs) He had one guitar, (laughs) felt good in his hands. And I hate when they get to this, he's got stars in his eyes and he's wearing a pair of star sunglasses. I'm like, fuck you. Oh, God, it's so bad. I hope you fall down and break an ankle. So lame. Um,. Where are we at here? Okay, I'm skipping over stuff because it just doesn't matter. There's yeah, there's a part where Russell Brand and just singing and Alec dancing. Baldwin are drinking absolute vodka straight, <laughs> and I'm like, does no one in America understand that vodka doesn't have to taste like crap? Right. <laughs> it's still happening today. People are like, have you had this? I'm like, yeah, it tastes like shit. Try some of the grain stuff. One shelf up. Just one shelf up. Doesn't I, uh- taste like crap. Jackie drinks crap vodka, and I'm not going to make fun of her too much because it's really cheap. But uh, I was I went to our total wine here. 
No, the you drink second from the top. No, at at, at the stuff. at the grocery store, honey. But I went to this place called Total Wine. That's just a booze store that uh, I took Sam to, and they don't even sell Jackie's vodka there because they're like, no, <laughs> what? <laughs> uh-uh. Okay, so let's be fair. In my defense, vodka to me, I like the middle shelf stuff, and and the reason why is because when you get to things like Crystal Head vodka, the real expensive stuff. Crystal Head Vodka either, sucks, Jackie. Mm-hmm. It tastes like it's fucking gas. It's a gimmick. And I hate it. Yeah, you don't know anything about vodka. I, I, well, I'll let you I have think, some. I think I need to go to this total wine store that I've never been to and be like, dude, introduce me some good vodka that I can get straight, super fucked up on, and go pass out before 1030, because that oh. would be great. I the, gave you a bottle of Vox. You didn't like it. I gave you a bottle of Reikia. You're like, what? I don't care. This doesn't taste like gasoline. I don't know what to do here. <laughs> I like that bitter alcohol taste. I like shit alcohol, okay? I am a fucking alcoholic and I like that bite to my drinks. And if I like I'm sitting here drinking my drink right now and I'm like, there's not enough vodka in here. I can't taste any bite and I don't like it. And I'm thinking, should I pause the podcast no. just so I can get put more vodka nope. in? Nope. Or maybe I should just start keeping a bottle in my office and be like, Well, it's three o'clock or oh well I'm doing the podcast and I need a tank up. Okay, we gotta, I'll just we gotta, drink it straight. Let's keep it moving, Sam, so that she doesn't have to <laughs> get super wasted again. Um, all right, so Dennis calls Stacy Jacks. That's Tom Cruise's character, Stacy Jacks. He's the front man for a band called Arsenal, which is actually just Def Leppard. But we're going to... Same graphic. unclear as to what's happening here with Arsenal, because this movie doesn't seem to understand that most of these acts did not start in the 70s because arsenal's first album is 77 okay so they might have been good at one point and then decided to like meld into hair metal did foreigner start like in there then they're like yeah we're gonna do the hair thing is that what Mm, happened i think so Bad Company. Late, late I don't 70s. know. Bad Company didn't oh, make it to the company. 80s. They didn't make it to the 80s. Uh, Scorps? The Scorpions? They were around in the 70s. Okay, you just found the other one. That was like Rat and the Scorpions. I actually like the Scorpions. I like the Scorpions, too. <laughs> they're not in here, though. And I think that they're largely excluded from this genre. Because uh, they're not talented. from L.A. Yeah, we're talented. <laughs> well, no, because weren't they... Uh, where were the scorpions from? Are they German? No idea. Finnish, Dutch, someone. It's one of those like not Baltic, but whatever south of the Baltic Sea area of Europe is. Europe didn't make it into this movie, you know. No final countdown. <laughs> um. All right. So Dennis calls uh, Paul Giamatti, and uh, he's he's Stacy Jack's manager, and he's like, hey. Uh, we've got Arsenal lined up for tonight, and pa- Paul Giamatti's like, ha, ha, "Yeah, let me go check. I'm I'm gonna go talk to Stacy right now." And so he goes in Stacy's room, wherever he's at, and it's bullshit town. It's all bullshit. It's just all. There's bullshit a monkey there. with a gun. It's which a baboon. Was my favorite it's a part. Baboon with a gun. The is baboon that, is named is that, Hey Man. Is that Duncan Jack's baboon? It is not. That's <laughs> his name is Mickey the baboon. Okay, not Boone the baboon. Ah, <laughs> but this baboon is playing Russian roulette and right? and whatever he's doing because sometimes the gun just goes click, uh-huh. like when he first comes in, and then the next time the bullet goes off. So this monkey's playing Russian roulette and just kind of having a good time. And then you know they wonder why Stacy Jacks always has a new girl here and there. It's because the baboon accidentally, yeah. Uh, 
Russian roulette somebody, yeah. and he's like, oops, we'll just push that one under the rug. We're going to need another Brenda. It seems like there's just as many women as they can stuff into the room. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And somebody's always got to be sitting on his face, or their butt has to be in his face. Like, do you just like that smell? That's why they call it butt rock, Jackie. Hmm. Ah. Uh. Astute. <laughs> Nobody has ever said that about me. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, he, he pulls Stacy out from this lady pile that he's in. He's all screwed up. And uh, I guess that's a fairly regular occurrence now. That's where he's at in his life. Always drunk or high or whatever. Um, <sighs> How'd you like God. his cod piece? I thought it was too much. It's too much. Yeah. It was a tongue shaped like a penis on I a mean, devil face. I, I thought, I like the rhinestone look, though. I mean, good for you for making it kind of classy and shiny so that people are like, ooh, shiny codpiece. I mean, I'm not a big dick starer. Let's just say that about me. Uh, I'm, a, I'm an astute man, uh, people are saying. <laughs> <laughs> Word is out. <laughs> but I'm not. I don't like really looking at looking at Johnsons very much. But uh, I you do. know, like like if if there's a time and a place and a person who, if you're gonna push a push their dick in front of you on screen, like uh, I, I'm okay with it. But it has to be the right person. Having to look at Tom Cruise's junk seems not because I don't like Tom Cruise, but it just it seems wrong. Like <laughs> like it's like. I mean, if Tom Cruise is like, it would be like looking at your dad's penis. Like, it's just no, I no, what? No, I don't. Uh, uh-uh. and not say that I think Tom Cruise is like my dad or anything, but it's that same weird like, no, no, put your junk away, Tom Cruise. You're no, you can take your shirt off, but uh, put your junk away, bud. But you know the character he's playing. You got to compare him to like Sebastian Bach and Vince Neil. So he fits right in. Yeah, I know, but it's it's Tom Cruise's dick. Like, what? I don't know. Like Gerard Butler, maybe? I don't know. Whose penis would you like to look at? (laughs) It's like Tom Hanks wearing a cod piece. It just, uh, no, no, get that out of here. Get that, we put that penis away. (laughs) Not, not. Well, let's just face it. Tom Cruise is not known for his sexy sex scenes. You know what I mean? His sexy sex scenes. His whole career, he has not really had very steamy roles right he's either been action guy or high school guy eyes wide shut uh far and away was supposed to be like a steamy all of the steam right yeah i think so yeah except for half of it was just about the homestead act so i don't know and bare knuckle boxing and bare knuckle boxing uh yeah i mean okay so yeah when you say that like he doesn't have the steamy i now like He's mostly shot from the waist up. Like, he doesn't have the George Michael butt dance. Uh, he's not uh, Kevin Bacon in the Footloose doing the butt dance. He's not a butt dancer. So, yeah, like, maybe that's what the problem is. It's just the camera's never shot his legs before. It's like, he's got wrestler's, wrestler's hips because I think he wrestled in high school. <laughs> okay. Um, like, wrestling? Like, uh, what was his, what was his name? No, not like pro wrestling, like the actual grappling. I'm I'm unfamiliar with that. Like, so did he like go off ropes? I mean, was he was he a more of an aerial type guy or more of like a submission type uh, crippler crossfire type guy? Actual wrestling. Um, That's a thing. 
what it, it, maybe it, I don't know for how long I'm not sure. T- tables, tables and ladders. So he was he a big tables and ladders guy. <laughs> He's always at the top of the ladder grabbing the cash. <laughs> well, no, he's always at the top of the ladder because he's short. He's like, hey, guys, <laughs> I'm tall like you now. Did you know there's some money in this suitcase? <laughs> hey, wait, there's records in this suitcase. That's weird. Um, so Vince has screwed us again. <laughs> again? Daily. He screws him every time. <laughs> Okay, so Mrs. Whitmore and her church group, uh, I'm only going to bring this up because this hit me with your best shot sequence is good awful. I wrote hit me with your worst choreography. Wow, is it bad dancing? Oh, Catherine Zeta-Jones. I'm sorry, darling. You you are very pretty, but you are not a, you don't have the snake-like movement of your body. You are very stiff. You are very uncomfortable looking. Uh, your leg kicks look okay. Like you're used to putting your leg above your head or whatever. That that seemed pretty natural. <laughs> but uh, as far as shaking it, your shoulders are pretty stiff, and uh, arm movement seemed a little robotic. Right now, Doug, Michael she- Douglas is at home listening, and here's Jackie say that she puts his le- her leg above his, her head, and Michael Douglas is like, mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, but I'm old. <laughs> Ow! But she was in Chicago, like. She was in Chicago. Like 10 years before this, it's right. just the choreography is bad. Oh, man. It is. It is. It's good awful. Um, Yeah. And then there's like some cute, funny stuff with Brian Cranston getting spanked in the butt by his campaign manager because he's a closet BDSM guy. Which would seem to work perfectly with his actual marriage. And his right? secretary's less hot by a lot than yeah. Catherine Zeta-Jones. He's not doing it right. Yeah, no, he also did. Wrong. Did Cranston, because I believe he can sing, right? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, has he? Mm-hmm. Name, he doesn't name. sing in this at all, does he? I've never seen no. him sing. Huh. Hey, what doesn't Cranston do though? Right. True. Yeah. I just have it. to assume I that can he can sing. Malcolm in the middle, singing and dancing here and there. Um. All right. So, Drew and Sherry, they're gonna go on a date. And uh, uh, Foreigner, they're singing in Foreigner. Hey, look, it's Foreigner again, guys. Um, and he picks her up on his bicycle and then bicycles from Sunset all the way up to the Hollywood sign on with a lady on the back and a guitar strapped to his back as well. It's I don't a moped. Think they made it. It's oh, it's a, a moped. moped. Okay. <laughs> it's that a motorized. Helps a, that helps bicycle. a little. Helps a little bit, but uh, I still don't think they're making it. I think a moped in the moped in the hills is uh I don't know with a person on the back of it. <laughs> Even with just you, the uphill is a thing that's yeah. hard. Our, my our electric bike does not do the uphill very well. You still have to kind of help it along. You have to full throttle it and pedal a little bit to get up the hill. Yeah, yeah. Downhill, <laughs> you can kill yourself. Yeah, I mean you're going like gangbusters. Gangbusters. <laughs> Wow, watch your language, lady. Uh, so she makes him sing because he, you know, confesses he was embarrassed. So she's like, "Sing something that you wrote," and he's like, "Okay, I, I was just thinking about this little ditty." And it's fucking "Don't Stop Believing." He claims to he's wrote "Don't Stop Believing." What, Are you serious here? Okay, I can't, who's that? Journey. I can't tell the difference between Journey and Foreigner. I just can't do it. Which and, one's which? And Bad the Company. Only, I don't. So. Um, sticks. 
They're good. Why is there any sticks in here? Sticks are not good, Sam. On the way here, with the move, uh, I was forced to listen to Sticks' greatest hits like three times in a row, and I was like, nope, this song sucks. This song sucks. This song sucks. Mr. Roboto, you think you like it, but then you hear it three times, and you're like, no, Mr. Roboto's nonsense. Um, I feel like Sticks doesn't work with if their songs are out of the context of the album because it's all rock opera and very thematic albums that if you don't listen to the whole thing, it doesn't really work together. You're just listening to some. Yeah, that that would make sense to me. I, I would not just listen to like, hey, let's listen to some sticks songs. But I appreciate the artistry anyway of doing themed albums at that time period. OK, yeah, I'm, I'm out on sticks. I'm out They're They're, they're blacklisted. I've blocked. I've reported them. They're they're. All of the all of the canceled from me. I'm canceling so them. The I'm just going to be on drink watch. Was she? Ha- did she have a Bartles and James wine oh, cooler? Yeah, she should have. I don't know. It seemed like she did. Yeah, it's perfect time you, for it. Do they have those still? Bartles and James is doing something. I don't think it's wine coolers. I think they're doing the seltzers. I feel like. Yeah, I, I saw that they have little canned wine things, but. I would really like to try a Bartles and James wine cooler <laughs> because when we did the resurgence of Zima and I had it, I was like, how could you take this off the shelves? It's so crisp and refreshing. <laughs> yeah, I love Zima. I'm with you, Sam. Okay. All right. So Dennis needs an opening act for the arsenal, the whatever, the concrete balls. And you're saying like some jokes are funny. This is not funny. Like the concrete, Russell Brand's, Oh, they're heavy. What the hell? You, that joke doesn't even line up. Concrete, no. Fucking stupid Russell Brand. But they, they can't make it. And so he needs an opening act. And Sherry's like, Drew will do it. He partially wrote Don't Stop Believing by Journey. Uh, and he, they're like, that song hasn't even come out yet. How did he do that? That's amazing. Uh, so, yeah, go ahead, Drew. You you can do it. And who's your band? Everybody else that works here? God damn it. Ha, ha, ha. Everybody except Russell. A talentless yeah. slob. <laughs> so he starts playing covers of somebody, and she goes out in the alleyway and starts sliding around in trash. Yeah, she's getting real familiar with the PP wall that everybody's been using for a public toilet now for the last 20 years. Familiar. I mean, she's definitely going to get pink eye. As soon as she goes back in, her eye's going to itch. She's going to rub her eye, and it's like, pink eye! I think that's Because that is like poop. 100 people's PP on that wall that she has now rubbed into her eyeball. I think you get the pink eye from the poo-poo. Quoting Nancy Doesn't Pelosi matter. there. Yeah. Got poo-poo all over that. Oh, yeah, there's probably poo-poo all over the wall, too. It's mm-hmm. this. Yeah. It's, it's Sunset LA. Boulevard in 1987. There's the, there's all the stuff. It's just everywhere. Yeah, it's, you know, you go out to take the trash out behind the bar and you come back and it's prison sex from Tool. <laughs> um, so Stacey Jackson is baboon arrive. Hey, man. And he starts spewing mumbo jumbo. And then the he's like, you can't be me because only I can be me because I live in me. Oh, how am I not myself? How am I not myself? Right. So have you met yourself? How am I not myself? How could I not meet myself? Yeah. Do you know you? Do you know yourself? Because only me can live in me. You don't know me. She's like, aren't you rich? And he's like, yeah. Why are you drinking J and B? (laughs) 
That shit sucks. <laughs> yeah, so Malin Ackerman's there. She's a reporter for the Rolling Stone. Two weeks in a row, we got Rolling Stone involved. Her name is Constance Sack. Do? Yes, Constance Sack. Constance Sack. Is that a joke? Is that a play is on Is that words? a joke? Constance Sack? It's not one that works. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, anyways, so she wants an interview with him, and he starts spewing that same old mumbo-jumbo, and she's like, I can live inside you. And uh, Well, first, it, she tells him that he's an asshole, Yeah, that he lost his way, and the reason is because his, his manager is a fucking worthless pile of human shit, mm-hmm. and he's like, hold on, I'm listening. And I'm a cowboy on a steel horse I ride. Oh, God damn it. You want to know me? Play some Bon Jovi. Yeah. Just, uh... Yeah. And I then, she might... say, then she insults the manager and they throw him out. And it's just Tom Cruise's and her. There's Yeah, he does the Steel Horse series. I might hate this song more than most songs. Um, I, I hate Wanted Dead or Alive pretty bad. Pretty bad. I, I'm looking at Bon Jovi. I'm like, you're not Wanted Dead or Alive. You're Wanted by people's moms. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, to this day. My mom and, and thinks that, Bon Jovi's hot as hell. That's what she, Bon Jovi, he, Dan Marino, like <laughs> the taste is strange. Um, <laughs> uh, I think she's like, uh, what's it like to be Stacy Jackson? He's like, I'm wanted dead or alive. And she's like, no, you're going down in a blaze of glory. <laughs> well, <laughs> young guns too. Still haven't done that one. We got to do it. We got to do it. Got to do it. Uh, and what, this sort of progresses oddly. She ends up getting wet panties and licks his ear. Uh-huh. And then I laughed out loud because he sings into her butt like it's a microphone. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> he also, this is the scene where we also get introduced to Tom Cruise's boob grabbing. Which he starts honking titties. He honks titties through the rest of it, and I guess it's a thing. I will say that whatever happens between him and uh, Malin Ackerman, by the end of it, she's doing things like... They made an agreement and they went all the way and no one was unhappy about it because later on they are licking each other like, oh, it is. Yeah. Uh, What's that? uh, They now have it uh, when you have a sex scene. It's like the sex, uh, uh, the sex director, I guess. They make you feel comfortable and ask everybody's limits and where you can and can't go. And, you know. it's called an intimacy coordinator. Intimacy coordinator. Thank you. I don't think they had one of those here. They were like, Tom Cruise and Malin Ackerman look at each other and they're like, no, we're good. We're good. <laughs> yeah, she is definitely his type. After watching this and watching him look at each other's faces, I was like, how did they not? Was he married at this point? Because he would marry her, right? Ooh, She's that's a good blonde, question. blonde, taller than him. Yeah. Like, she checks every fucking box for this guy. Yeah. Meanwhile, Katie Holmes is at home with baby and can't talk. She's just typing it notes. <laughs> I hate Tom Cruise. And Tom Cruise is like, that typewriter is too loud. Why would you have a manual typewriter, you fucking hipster? <laughs> it's yours. You've got a room in your house that is a museum of manual typewriters. You weirdo. Those are oh, not yeah. for touching. 
they're collectibles. Um, all right. So yeah, they're, they, they're going out. Uh, so she has no journalistic integrity. That's nice. That also comes up two weeks in a row for the Rolling Stone. Not uh, well, it, looking good, guys. And it was funny because she showed up dressed like a librarian. I'm like, she's not going to make mm-hmm. it at the Rolling Stone. Right. Yeah. Uh, so Drew is about to open and he sees uh, Sherry come out of uh, Stacy Jacks's bedroom and he's zipping up his pants because uh, she brought him a bottle of booze and he was just getting done with the Malin Ackerman thing. So he thinks that they boned down instead. And he's like, oh, I am so mad right now. I want to rock. And then he puts and, and, on the greatest show of his life, and 10 yeah. years later, he's a cuckold. <laughs> uh, where are you at on Twisted Sister, Sam? I like D. Snyder. Okay, but you don't I like I thought Twisted that their sound Sister. was good. Um, this sound is, is watered down. Tw- Twisted Sister is really dirty New York rock. They started as a cover band. Um, mm-hmm. I just can't not like D Snyder because of the things that he says. And he just seems like a nice guy. And, uh, I don't know that I listen to them, but I'm lumping them outside. Cause they're almost like they're a parody of what's happening around yeah, them. Right. You know what that's I mean? What I always thought too. Yeah. Um, and you look at like this whole thing that's happening in the movie with the parental league and all this, like it's Frank Zappa and D Snyder that are in Congress going after these people to knock it, Tipper Gore specifically to yeah. knock it the fuck off. True. They killed Frank Zappa, the motherfuckers. Not the smokes. I thought it was the smokes. No, he died of prostate cancer, but he couldn't really concentrate on, he didn't care about fighting the cancer. He cared about fighting parental guidance stickers. Okay. Okay. Um, Pour one out for Frank. Sherry uh, comes up to Drew after he does the set, and she's like, hey, you were great. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm so great that uh, you're just another chick. I don't even need you. And she's like, oh, no, and runs away. And the the bartender lady that gives all the life advice was right. You turned into a douche after one show. It's the spotlight. Yeah. (laughs) We've jumped to conclusions independently. Goodbye forever. Uh, I quit. I quit my job. Oh, yeah. Well, I quit my job, too. I saw you leaving a room with Stacy Jacks and his junk was out. And she's like, have you seen this guy? His junk right. is out. <laughs> his junk I is was out. running away from his out junk. <laughs> Jump to that conclusion. Thank you. He said he told you thank you. Yeah, I helped him out of his own puke. <laughs> I had to go take a bath. <laughs> uh, so she storms off, and, and then uh, he goes to chase after her. Sherry, wait! And uh, I changed my mind. I'm not a douche. or something. I don't know. But then Paul Giamatti's there. He's like, hold up, buddy. Hold up, hold up. I'm here to make you an offer you can't refuse. Uh very Faustian right here. Uh, he's like, uh, sell your soul mm-hmm. to me, and uh, don't worry about her. You're gonna be famous, and uh, I'll make I'll make you I'll make you famous. Hey, is that Young Guns? Yep. That band twice. Wow, that's like I don't think two anybody's said the word Young Guns twice in an hour in probably twenty years. Maybe Lou Diamond Phillips. <laughs> And both times he said he was like, stop asking me about young guns. <laughs> uh, all right. So uh, Stacy Jacks comes out to give his set. 
And I'm pretty sure it starts out with him beating off to in, right in front of the drummer. He's jacking off, right? I'm pretty sure that's what he's doing. Jax? I think he's shaking up the bottle so that he can pour some beer on people and squirt people. And it's oh. supposed to be a stage stunt. Oh. Looks like he's because jacking off. It yeah. looks like he's jacking off, but then later, when he turns around, he's got a bottle in his hand, and he tops off the top of the bottle, and he starts shaking it and, and squirting Ooh. people with it. See, that's why clowns use seltzer water, so that people don't get confused. Hey, that clown's masturbating. I mean, the clown is usually masturbating as well, but they, now they know he's masturbating rather than being like, is he masturbating? Because that's what you want. You want you want, you want to know if your clown is masturbating. It's got to be clear or not. He, he's not mixing up a bottle because he's got the seltzer water. That's why they do that. They're usually out of shape, so you can just like hear the masturbation breaths. <laughs> <laughs> that's what clowns sound like when they're masturbating. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> my life. <laughs> <laughs> happy birthday billy <laughs> we got you clowns oh no <laughs> look at me look hard <laughs> maybe not yeah. maybe not today maybe not today <laughs> your first present is a black light <laughs> oh no clowns in a black light <laughs> <laughs> and a package of socks. <laughs> Trust me, none of this is mine. <laughs> I ended up in the wrong area last night. Wrong end of town. They turned me into a Jackson Pollock. <laughs> That's what they're all doing in the car. <laughs> 40, 40 clowns in a car. That's where they all sleep. It's just a bum orgy, but it's clowns. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I would like to go ahead and apologize to any of our listeners that are actual clowns. <laughs> You're allowed to masturbate just like the rest of us. <laughs> stop but doing if you do get into a clown bum orgy, we would like you to leave a comment after this episode. <laughs> yeah, do you have your the own car? are true. Do you have your own car or do you like to prefer somebody using somebody else's? <laughs> <sighs> okay. All right. So, uh, so he's up there beating off, and uh, he sings Def Leppard songs, and Def Leppard is the, his band. And what the hell? Uh, so, what's the guy from Def Leppard? He's got a, like a. I, I You're asking remember. the wrong guy. Yeah, the only thing uh, I know about Def Leppard comes from a Bloodhound Gang song. He's got a very uh, European name. I can't remember what it is, but uh, anyways. Hans. Yeah, he's not there. He, he like, like all the Def Leppard band shows up, but he 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 doesn't get to be in the band for this movie, or is he is he pulling a Peter Tork and just playing the maracas or something? Yeah, everybody else has a cameo. None of the Def Leppard guys, I think, do. But what I and I couldn't read enough about it because I just didn't care. But it seems like some of the crowd footage was taken from Def Leppard concerts. Mm, okay, yeah. Uh, yeah, so Paul takes all the money, and the club is going to have to close because now they don't have any money. They, this was their big last chance because I guess rock is so popular on Sunset Strip in 1987 that your club can't stay open. Huh? Well, he's like, oh, we're out of money and the taxes. We're going to have to close. And then Russell Brand's like, don't worry, kids. This is just Thursday. Right. Yeah. 
Uh, I don't know what the whole plot point is, but anyways. Um, and then Sherry's walking in the streets in rain. She's got a montage. She's looking for jobs, but she keeps getting her buns grabbed. And so she uh, falls down in the streets and starts crying. And the, the city's, she, we've reached the city chewing her up part. And uh, Mary J. Blige is yeah. here. And I'm like, no, Mary J., please only like say two things and then get out of this movie. Nope, she's in the movie. God damn it, She's Mary in the movie. She sings nice. Uh, Mary J, like, teach this stupid lady how to sing Mary J. Like, how She's fun like, would it have been to be Mary J and then l- listen to freaking nasal Britney Spears wannabe? Like, uh, She's like, I tried with all of them. It only took on Baldwin and Cruz. Yeah. Ugh. What's that? Uh, what was the lady in Cats? Uh, what's her name? She's super. Rebel Jennifer Wilson. Hudson. Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, this Jennifer. is. Ch- yeah, like, get out of here, Jennifer Hudson. Get out of here, Mary J. You're too good. What are you doing? You're above this. But she's a, I guess she's a, the owner of a strip club or the manager or whatever. And she's like, hey, you can work here. Um, Just, you know, it's tough. You got to have thick skin to work at a strip club. And she's like, I'm a waitress and a singer. And we get another montage, the, this juxtaposition between the two of them, what their lives are. And uh, Drew is... Uh, He's signing contracts with with Paul Giamatti. Meanwhile, she's waitressing at the strip club and she gets her first paycheck and it's a whopping five dollars. Yep. Literally. (laughs) Then we see the stripper right next to her in the next montage with her in it where she gets ten dollars and the stripper has like over one hundred fifty dollars. She has like a couple of fifty dollar bills. Yeah. Mary J. Blige is paying her five dollars a day. Well, she gets tips, right? Uh, doesn't seem like it. Seems like that. That, that I mean, don't you, when you're a stripper don't, or a waitress, don't you also get the dollars in the panties tips? You get tips for being a cocktail waitress. Yeah, but they end up in your panties, right? No. I don't know. I don't go there. Oh, okay. I don't think so. Well, that's you know, let's not do another stripper tirade after after last week's thirty minute diatribe about strippers. <laughs> All right, so she, but she's not making she's not making a lot of cash here. That's 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 my point. Um, and then Lonnie confesses his love to Dennis via some uh, some Mario Speedwagon. Yeah, I like this. Was funny, was it? Because the the guy, the other guy that works there, I forgot. He's like the beer guy's here, and he's like tell him I can't talk to him. I don't care. I'm busy falling in love. I thought that was funny. <laughs> Because the guy's like, okay. Okay. Uh, so, But uh, Drew, things aren't working out because he goes in front of the record execs and they're like, ah, rock is dead. We're into pop. You're now in a boy band. Uh, and uh, so he's like, oh, I guess I'll go along with it. And Sherry's, uh, she's, uh, what's, 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 oh, now she's like, I'm, I'm not making it. I need to do something different. Uh, so I will do the stripper thing. Mary J. Blige. So now she's dancing on poles. Well, she comes and, out in a uh, fucking swimsuit. Yeah. Like a one-piece swimsuit. When she was cocktail waitressing. She was dressed like Hella. Helena. Or, you know. From Hella from the Hella, Hella Thor, cool. The Thor universe. <laughs> Helena? <laughs> Who's Helena? She Who's Hella? Helena was a, a Greek goddess. No, it was raped by wasn't. Zeus. Who's Zeus's wife? Oh, Helen. Hera. 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 Oh, yeah. Just like Hera. There we God go. God damn it. 
<laughs> I like how you try to. Oh, you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. Helena. <laughs> Helen of Troy, I think, is what I was going for. Helena Montana. That's what she's dressed like. <laughs> she's dressed like Mount St. Helens. She's about to explode. Every- <laughs> Everywhere I go, something reminds me of her. Um, dressed like Helena. All right. So, Drew, he's now a member of the uh, the Z guy. E's. E, Z, Z. He's a new kid. <laughs> he's a new, the new guy's. Guy's. Guy's got two e's two z's twice as double fresh. the flavor double the fun but uh paul books them uh to for their first gig at the bourbon he's like i gotta play a show before i record a record uh, otherwise it's wrong or something and paul giamatti's like okay i'll get you a gig at the bourbon so stacy jacks he's he comes into paul's office and uh he's wrecked the place or the baboon wrecked the place i'm not sure who wrecked the place but uh baboon yeah i think it was the baboon and uh, he's like, this uh, Rolling Stone article came out and it says that you're a dick and you didn't you took all the money from my gig at the bourbon. And that is a strict no, no with the rock bro code. That guy's actually my friend. He's my rock bro. You, you broke the rock bro code. Right. Because that's where he got his start was at the bourbon. OK. All right. So he feels very strongly about the bourbon. And thirty-seven thousand dollars. You really fucked that guy out of thirty-seven thousand dollars. What the fuck, man? No shit, huh? I, I'm. You're so not cool. I'm gonna piss on you. Pee on your shoes. While I drink, a hundred and fifty-year-old scotch. It's just gonna go right through my mouth out my pee-pee. That's mm-hmm. your scotch. I'm peeing on. Well, actually, he's getting the J and B scotch from the pee-pee. It's not even good PP <laughs> scotch. It's just cheap shit scotch that he was drinking before the guy came in. And then he wipes. Have you, eat, yeah. he wipes Have you ate food? Your piss just smells like scotch. <laughs> uh, he wipes some pee pee on Paul Giamatti's face too. I think, and then fires and he him. His, He's definitely got yeah, wiener on his face. Yeah. Ball cream <laughs> from under cheese. Uh, Sherry finds Drew uh, up at the Hollywood sign. I mean, not true, Joshy Z, because he's a Z guys, and uh, she's like, "Wow, you suck, dude." That, well, first they both lie to each other, and then he's like, "Wait, can we just start again?" And he's like, "I'm in a shitty boy band," and she's like, "I'm a stripper," and they both look at each other like, "Oh God, this is not working out for either one of us." He's like, "I got." She's like, "You, I got You did worse. Yeah, straight up, boy band is way worse than stripper. Yeah, <laughs> she's sure like, not. "You should, I don't let anybody take your picture." Have you looked in the mirror? You look ridiculous. Joey, Joshy Z. Yeah, and why is he dressed like that not in the boy band? Like, you can take those off yeah. now. <laughs> well, I think he was supposed no. to be on his way to the gig, and he was like, you know what? I'm going to take old Bikey up for one more trip up to the Hollywood sign before I sell my soul to the pop gods. I'm going to get all sweaty pushing this bike up a hill. <laughs> <laughs> So he gives her a mixtape. He's like, here you go. Here's my mixtape. Uh, it's my demo reel. Check it out. I just I just have my tapes on me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it looked like he gave her like a whole CD case. Like each song is on its own CD. So here you go. <laughs> Here's the original reels. <laughs> Oops. Well, you still got those tapes. 
Uh, no, I left them at the Hollywood sign. They were crap. What, what, what do I even play them on? Well, she immediately gets in the cab and puts on her headphones like, I'm going to give this tape a listen. As she's yeah. crying on her way to the bourbon to watch him play. I'm, I'm not even sure what the oh, fuck he, is he, happening. She's not there yet. She's not there yet. She's on her. She's still trying to get out of town. I thought she goes back to her job. And then somehow between there and the gig, he goes to the record store mm-hmm. and has records delivered to her at her job. Time means nothing in this movie. She, she, he goes to the record store and buys all the records that were stolen out of her luggage because she, at some point, went there and defaced all the album covers with her damn name. No, those were like that in her suitcase. So those are the ones that the creep stole at the beginning of the show. So it's come full circle now. With Tower Records doesn't sell used records. It does now. That, that doesn't make sense. That was a new record store. That's like. Well, Justin, all that was lost can be found or some stupid bullshit that he writes on a plastic bag and gives to her. It's not I a think pawn store. What happened is is that the rage that was pent up inside of him from having to sing New Kids songs mm-hmm. uh, manifested into a murderous hunt for the man that had <laughs> stolen her suitcase. He actually ripped him apart with his bare hands and took the records back. <laughs> okay, I like that. That's a much better use of... Uh, my time. So uh, outside the club, we got the protesters, the ladies uh, of of not being metal song people, and the counter protesters on the other side of the street. And they get in a song off. Uh, we built this city on rock and roll, and like that song is notorious for being one of the worst ever made. So good job, a, this movie. A star a starship, right? Yeah, starship. Okay. Yeah, and the guy, the guy, uh, both Grace Slick and the guy from Starship are there in the crowd. I don't know if you noticed that. I yeah, I couldn't. I think Sebastian Bach was in there too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I couldn't. They, I was like, ah, these are people I don't like. Whatever. You know what? Uh, Starship's biggest, the biggest, most successful song that Grace Slick ever had in her multi-decade career. White Rabbit. No, it was nothing's gonna stop us now from Mannequin. Wow. It reached number three on the Billboard charts in oh. 1987. Hey, it's That's, a b- better song than fucking We Built This City. It's not a better song than White Rabbit. No, of course not. <laughs> we Built This City sucks, though. And we ain't going to take it from the opposing side Corporation with Kat- games. From the Catherine uh, K- Jada Jones side, we're not going to take it. And the TV reporter, which is, God, the guy from Saturday Night Live. Will Forte. Yeah, Will Forte. Will Forte. He's going back and forth between the two, trying to cover the story. I'm going to go back to to We Built This City. Marconi plays the mambo. Listen to the radio. Wait, I thought that you guys built this city on rock and roll, but instead, Marconi's over there building a different city on mambo. Well, Papa loves mambo. Mama loves mambo. Look how they swing with building, it. You can't be building rock cities with Mambo guys. She's listened to the Sultans of Swing too many times before she did it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And you got Jim and Joe playing corporation games. What is this stuff? That song sucks. It just sucks. That song stinks. Okay. If I had a podcast called The Shitty Songs Madness, that one would be one of our biggest. It would be our episodes. opener. Uh, that's pretty much the only one because that's the only song I don't like. I pretty much like every all other songs. I'm like Tucker about music. You don't like 
uh, Wanted Dead or Alive. No, I don't love it. But I don't I don't think I would do a podcast on Wanted Dead or Alive. Like, uh, we built this city for sure. And uh, American Woman by Lenny Kravitz. Everybody wants to rule the world. What? What are you talking about? It's a great song. I hate that song. Yeah, you don't have good taste in music, so yeah, you how dare you take Tears for Fears out of your mouth. Never you're not allowed to say Tears for Fears ever again, Jackie. You're blacklisted, you're reported, and I blocked you. What about Cotton Eye Joe? Oh No, I don't like that song either. Gets the kids dancing at the basketball games. <laughs> that song stinks. Okay. <laughs> they should have done that in this one. Okay. So uh, 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 Stacy Jacks, he pulls up on his motorcycle while they're having this song off. And uh, he sees Catherine Zeta-Jones there. He walks up and he honks her boobs. And he's like, hey, I remember you. Um, Patty. Patty, you were one of my groupies. Nice to see you. Your tits have held up and well. Then he, and then he walks off. Well, I, I think like, that no. I don't think it's supposed to be a boob grab thing. I think it's supposed to be a heart thing because he also does it to a couple of men. He does it to Paul Gianni and he does it to uh, Alec Baldwin's character, too. He does the heart touch thing, but he actually just grabs her tit and says, I remember the feel of every tit I've ever grabbed. I and I know your name now. I think I think it's the heart thing is an excuse for him to grab some titties. And he's that's how he knows people. He's like the daredevil of, of titty like uh yes this this tit he's got a photo realistic what's that what's that memory photo photo memory photographic memory of, but got of a cans. photographic hand tit yeah. memory <laughs> yep yep that's it well meanwhile russell brand is running upstairs during this encounter he mm-hmm. gets out the mm-hmm. original album of ass hats Whatever the group is named. Arsenal. Arsenal asshats. It's close. The asshats are way better than these guys. They opened for the Melvins in 94. (laughs) He opens up the thing. Melvins. It's not the Melvins. So he opens up the the album thing. and He's like, look at these pictures. There she is. She's naked with a sailor's hat on. Mm -hmm. He exposes Mrs. Whitmore as a groupie to the audience, to everybody in the news. Uh, So she's busted. Stacy walks in. Uh, to the club, and uh, he makes out with uh, with Constance. Uh, well, so this is the other thing I thought was funny, is he like has a make-out kill right before then. Mm-hmm. Remember that lady? Some yeah. lady just starts making out with him, and he's like, hold on, I gotta finish this lady off, and then she just dies. <laughs> yeah, she just falls And over. then he's like, see, that's no good for me. She can't handle it. You, however, and then... They clean each other's bodies with one another's tongue. Yes, they do. He says, open your mouth. And she opens her mouth as large as she can. And then he leads with his tongue. <laughs> also, then they have they he have doesn't... sex in the bathroom. And who is who is the guy that's in the stall? I thought that was supposed to be like a funny. <laughs> is that the guy from Speedwagon? Yeah. <laughs> it's the guy the from shit. Speedwagon, I think. <laughs> So two guys, they come out and or Z two guys, Z guys, they come out and they take the stage and they get booed immediately because they stink. And uh, but Drew spots Sherry in the crowd because she got the the bag with the records and she's like, I love him again. And so he walks off stage and he quits the Z guys and uh, the then Stacy Jacks uh, gives Dennis a bag of money because he's like, Hey, you're my my rock bro. I'm repaying that rock bro IOU. 
Yeah, this was your money. This is yours. Yeah. Sorry about that, yeah, bud. Yeah, and hey, man. It, we'll drink later. Yeah, and hey, man is there to, you know, oversee this transaction and make sure that the bodyguards oh, yeah. give it to him. Right. Yeah. Hey, man, the enforcer. Because he does enforce. Paul Giamatti comes up and he's like, hey, you can't do that. And uh, hey, man, clocks him, punches him to death. Yep. He's dead, too. Yeah, he's him dead. and that lady that tried to make out with <laughs> Stacy Jacks. And then Kevin Nash throws one of the Z-Boys off the stage, yeah, and he Nash gets the Wilhelm this. scream. <laughs> Kevin Nash is in this. I forgot that. <sighs> all right. Then they all sing Don't Stop Believing. Uh, and he's like, hey, you wrote this guy. And it's like, no, you didn't. Some guy from Journey did. I don't think it was Steve Perry, because Steve Perry didn't write very many songs. He might have. So does anybody um, think that this was a, an opportunity for her to launch her singing career? Because she's like, hold on a second. She doesn't tell anybody her plan, but she gets up there. And she starts singing his song. Right. Like, I'm going to be famous now. And then he's like, I'll take a cue from that. I'm going to be famous too. So I'll get on my headset again and start singing. And then that's how it shakes out, Jackie, because mid song, we cut to Stacy Jacks giving his next arena rock thing. And he's, he's now using Don't Stop Believing. Uh, like, hey, kid, thanks for giving me that idea for that song. I'm just going to go ahead and steal it from you. Oh, but I'll let, I'll let you guys come out on stage every once in a while and sing it together. So, yeah, they're both singers for Stacey Jacks. And for one song, a concert. And Constance is pregnant. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she's good. Knocked up pretty good. She's got a rock baby on the way. It's going to be a jukebox hero. No, it's not. because that's. The they're going to name her after the place of her conception, the shitty bathroom. <laughs> Condom rain. Your name is Shitty Bathroom Stacks. <laughs> Jacks. Jacks. Shitty Bathroom Jacks is like, ooh, yeah. Uh, mm. Whoa. That's what clowns are doing, I hear. Jukebox <laughs> uh, uh, hero. W- what are you the hero of? Like, did you save the jukebox? Was like, were some guys going to come and take it away? Like the Pac-Man game that uh, George Costanza has to save? Like, what are you saving the jukebox from? Who does that song? Foreigner. God. Yeah, they suck. Not Journey. <laughs> so what it is. It's not Journey. I, serious, I just don't know these guys. Who are these guys? So what the story is between, behind Jukebox here, if you listen to the lyrics, the guy, the main guy walks out on the band. Uh-huh. Okay. This kid is, because he's sick of the life. But this kid is down in the audience, and, or this kid is down in the audience, and he knows all the words, and he's singing along, and he's pretty good. So he yanks him up on stage and basically picks out his replacement. This kid goes on to be famous, and then he gets tired of the fame, and he gives his fame to the next kid that sings like him. So when was the jukebox in danger? Well, it's because they listened to the jukebox, and they were heroes in their own right, and then they became famous because they, they loved the jukebox songs. Heroes of what? Of the band. I think before karaoke, you just yelled louder than the jukebox <laughs> to sing in a bar, maybe. Yep, I'm with Sam. <laughs> oh, my God. If the band's going to break up, and so they're not going to be on the jukebox anymore, you just play something else on the jukebox. The jukebox is never in danger. It, you're pumping quarters into it, trying to find a good track. Jukebox, you can't be a jukebox hero. It's, it's stupid. <laughs> that was Foreigner, or was it? Journey. Foreigner. Foreigner. We've already told Foreigner. you this like three okay. fucking times, dude. I have already forgotten which one is which. This has been my life with Foreigner and Journey. Everyone will. And then like six minutes later, I'll be like, wait, is this Foreigner or Journey? And then I'm like, you know what? 
I'm just going to leave because I don't want to know. It's going to keep rocking. Ain't never going to stop. So sucks. Okay. Um, all right. So they all live happily ever after. Yay. Until Nevermind comes out and they're all ho- jobless now. Yay. Yeah, that's what, <laughs> this whole misconception of R&B and like hip hop and early rap and Boy bands killing this scene. It wasn't that at all. It was just much better rock yeah. killed this. Yeah. But it's the rock that this guy who wrote the musical doesn't like. He doesn't like that rock. He likes uh, hair metal. Whoever made the movie kept putting it like Jet Boys and there was like Bad Religion. I'm like, why are you doing that to me and playing this shit? Right? I didn't really like Bad Religion that much, but I listened to him for six hours rather than watch this shit. Totally. Absolutely. Rock. You don't know rock. Stupid rock of ages. Okay. First question. Uh, I'll go. Who is the worst singer in this movie? Jackie. Uh, The main character girl. Uh, Sister Christian. Yeah. (laughs) Just, uh, that was too easy for you, Jackie. Now, uh, now, now, like, we got nothing to go on. Sam. She was such a whiny. I'm going to agree. Yeah. Okay, I even, even though she has two albums, she does. Oh yeah. my god! Oh, no, oh no! I don't want to hear them ever. Uh, I think, and Sam might have to uh, to suck it, but I think Tom Cruise was really close. I thought he was awful. I thought he had a terrible singing voice. And I, I mean, hey, I get it. That's not his thing. But still, you're in the singing and dancing movie. Uh, you probably should have some chops. Mary J. Blige is over there belting it out. And uh, you're limp digging it. He was also a terrible performer on stage. Like, his rock and roll show was garbage. Um, but uh, What yeah, did he have to work with? Yeah. Hair band work? I mean, yeah. what do you do? That's what they were doing. Prince would have done That's what I'm saying. Job. Like, he's emulating it perfectly without the high-pitched nonsense. Uh, I didn't think he was good. I just thought that like he did. He did like four months of vocal training to do this because yeah. he was so bad at yeah. singing. Right. I mean, if great that, improvement. Like, great improvement. Most, a for effort kind improved. of a deal. Yeah, I mean, he definitely. Didn't <laughs> Russell Brand was also terrible. Yeah, he and Tom Cruise's. He didn't really have the grit to his voice to sing some of the songs that he sang, but uh. he by far was not the worst. And I, I kind of think the second place killer of this movie for singing was the. Uh, boyfriend, whoever that guy was that was trying to be famous, Josh EZZ, he was also kind of shit. He was kind of shit. He's but he's actually a singer. Yeah. Uh, he was very popular in Mexico City. Yeah, I don't think he was that bad. Um, Russell Brand was real oh, bad. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I got to take it back then. You're right. Russell Brand, second place. Yeah. But you you hit it on the head there, though. For this music, none of them have the rasp right. to pull any of it off. Absolutely. Absolutely. They don't smoke enough smoke, cigarettes. Smoke cigarettes and drink a lot of whiskey to be one of these guys. And none of them were. These guys are all too clean. Bunch of bunch of straight edges in this movie. That's what's yeah. going on. All right. Who's next? Is Cats better? Wow. Oh, oh okay. Uh, no. Uh, no. I actually... I think- 
Sam, you you actually kind of gave this movie an extra half star for me via the this podcast. Like I before we started, like I think I just missed a lot of stuff because it was so poorly delivered. Like the uh, like the killing of the lady. Like I just thought that was stupid. But now that when you tell me about it, I was like, yeah, no, I, that's kind of cute. Uh, you you kind of gained an extra half star for this for me. So no, it's not better than cats. All right, it's not worse than cats. Cats is terrible. I had a way better time with cats. Uh, I like this one wow. better. I don't like either. I, I mean, like is a weird word to use in relation to the, which is better. I don't know. Um, so this is unclear then. Yeah. All right. No, you might be right. The the cat butt, the sexy cat butt and cats, and then the whole Rebel Wilson thing that was just disturbing as Fuck. Yeah, it might be a more pleasurable viewing experience. Ian I, McKellen's Ian McK- most nonsense yeah. ever right. scene, yeah. way better than the killing a lady with making out with her. Yeah, it's true. But oh, not man. as funny. I, that is a hell of a double feature. Hell of a double feature. Well, I don't know if you could do it. <laughs> like, it, No, it's a double feature that's equal to walking out onto the train tracks and sitting down until somebody runs over you. But at the same time, an airplane is crashing into you. Like that's the double feature I'm talking about. It's like if you were going to stand spread legged Mm -hmm. and have Bryson DeChambeau hit you in the crotch Mm -hmm. with a driver. Sure. And you only had 10 seconds to get back up and have him do it again. Yeah. That's the sort of like after you make it through the first one, you're like, no, I'm staying down. Yeah. And I'm staying down. And, and the second time when you get up, Mike Tyson's also going to punch you in the face. So, yeah, you're. Yeah. No. Uh-uh, that's a double feature. I don't want to go to uh, Jackie. You got any questions? Who gave the sexiest performance in this movie? Because everybody had their own like, le- you know, level of sex appeal for this rock and roll movie. So who was mm-hmm. the sexiest not just trying to be sexy, because we all know that Tom Cruise was the trying to be the sexiest. Um, but who was the sexiest in this movie? Who pulled off the sexiest the best? So in her montage where she's unemployed and out trying to get jobs, she goes into a, a store and applies. And next to her is a chesty lady that gets hired. The chesty lady. Ah, <laughs> uh, Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go with my that chesty lady. Because <laughs> everybody, uh, I mean, what are you talking about? Sexy performance? Like, not at all. None of them. There was some sexiness out of Mylan Ackerman. Oh, yeah, that's true. I think she was hotter when she was the librarian. Though. The thing is, is that it's I can't like say it's sexy because of what she was doing. I'm just like, you could fucking dump milk on the counter mm-hmm. wearing sweatpants and you're still sexy. So yeah. if you're doing it wrong, it's still kind of working. But the chesty lady, now that yeah, I'm gonna I'm going with the chesty lady. <laughs> Didn't have a line. Hottest, yeah. hottest one. <laughs> Jackie, you go you want to weigh in? Yeah. Um I thought the sexiest was probably uh Hey Man. Hey man. <laughs> Uh, because, you know, he had the gun and he was really going for it. <laughs> and, he was a uh, bad boy. He was a bad boy. He had some sweet outfits, dressed up as a uh, uh, military guy several times. Uh, you know, in the Giamatti's office, he had a sailor suit on. Uh, 
you know, special sailor suit. And then he had the army GI clothes on at the last scene. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he really stood his ground. I mean, he was just the ultimate of male dominance in this movie. Had a gun, punched somebody in the face, (laughs) and really just, you know, was like, look, I'm going to drag my ass all over this bar. And there's not a fucking thing Mm -hmm. you can do about it because I'm hey man. Okay, here's some money. And you know what? I am the fucking star of this show. He should. He also does the uh, when uh, Stacy Jacks is like gets a partial of scotch, and he's like, "What are we out?" And he gives him the "Eat my ass, Pat." <laughs> that yeah. was pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Hey, man, was pretty awesome in this movie. He kind of saved <laughs> okay. it for me. The sexiest person in the movie is a baboon. Got it. Okay. Uh, anybody else? Or are we moving on to final recommendations? Moving on. Yeah, this thing's pretty bleak. There's not a lot of things to talk about. Uh, I'm going to go first and say don't. I absolutely despise this. Ugh, uh, yeah, no. This was... yeah. It, like, Jackie, you've done actually surprisingly well on some of your musical picks. The only thing I could get close to on this is that, uh, that uh, cr- crappy Cher Moulin Rouge thing. I can't even remember what that was called with her and... Wasn't Christina Aguilera in that? Uh you guys even remember that movie? It was like, oh, it was called Burlesque. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. that sucked pretty hard, but this one sucks way worse. Um, this is the I worst like musical you've picked. Julianne Hugh is also in that. Could be. Could be. Um, yeah, it's I, it's the worst musical you've ever picked. I'm not going to count Cats because that was a bad movie field trip. Uh, it wasn't necessarily you picked it. Sam picked but, that uh, one. Yeah. I, I think I could watch Cats again. Yeah. Okay, uh, but yeah, this is the worst one. This is the worst. This is the worst you've ever done as far as a musical. And I want you guys to both stop it. I task everybody. We need to have three twos in a row to make up for the streak of stakers you guys have been picking. And I'm I'm also guilty. Um, we haven't had a good movie since Drive with uh, Mark Dacascus. So uh, I'm I'm done with this these god awful movies. Ugh. But don't. Yeah, there's no scenario where you should watch this movie, Sam. It's two hours and three minutes. It seems like it's about nine hours and ten minutes yeah, long. Yeah. And that's where I'm like, this thing's length is unbearable. It's only two hours long, but it's unbearably two hours long. Mm-hmm. I cannot recommend watching this film. You know what they should do is like, you know how some of those dentists can't administer like paint a lot of like Novocaine. You know, there's like a limit because they don't have the right degree. Put this on while you're getting oral surgery, and it will make the oral surgery seem not quite so bad. It'll make it worse. No, you're because you're like, ah, this movie's freaking terrible. You won't even notice the oral surgery because this will be hurt more hurtful than the oral surgery. Jack, okay, maybe two or don't. I do. No, <laughs> um, you know, there was just so when you really break it down, it's just so ridiculous. Tom Cruise trying to snake his way across the stage, like. Jim Morrison, Mm-mm. some of the jokes that just fall flat, some of the ones that really hit it. And, you know, Hey Man. I loved Hey Man. I mean, I just <laughs> fucking love that monkey. He was worth the watch. He's a baboon. He's not a monkey. And uh, I'm going to say that Alec Baldwin just seemed really uncomfortable, which I found hilarious. And I just kind of laughed a lot during this movie. I, I liked it. I would watch it again. I mean, if you are in the camp that is like anti-Baldwin right now, 
uh, this might be a do for you because you do get to see him suffer miserably. Career seppuku. All right. It has a 43, so there's other people besides Jackie yeah, that but like it. You have a singing and dancing movie. People will always give it tens. Some There's always a group that, that no matter what the movie is, it's got singing and dancing. Ten stars. I love the singing and dancing. And the nostalgia people, too, that think this type of music is good. Uh, anyways, uh, that's your podcast. Next week on the show is my pick. Oopsie poopsie. I don't have one lined up, but I'm going to make sure it's going to be a do. So, Buckle up for that. Is it going to be okay. Halloween themed? Because we're in oh, spooky I guess it month. Is Spooktober. Yeah, we're in Spooktober. So yeah, I'll, I'll, I, I want to do that uh, one with the cat uh, that's on the boat. That uh, cats? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I watched the that again. The horror. <laughs> They're on a boat in that. I just, I could, could, you could get that confused that you're not picking cats. No, the mutant, I have watched it twice. Mutant cat that uh, kills people on the on the boat. I get that oh, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's called like it's a thing, but it's not. A thing. It's, like a thing. it's like a stray cat. Evil cat. It's, an asshole. <laughs> it's called the thing on the boat. That's a cat. <laughs> it's a cat and kills. All right, so uh, we'll post that later and uh, let you know. And in the meantime, have a good chopper. Get to get to get to the chopper. That's what it is. Okay. Bye bye.